and praying in the power. These, these next two weeks, I recommended this. Uh, I think some, many of you are still coming in. Uh, Elizabeth George, yes. The Heart of a Woman Who Prays. Very, very practical. And one of the most um, powerful things I learned to do when the Lord gave us children was learning to pray God's promises back to him. Lord, you said I can do all things through you. Taking the powerful word of God, not taking my feelings and not taking my failures, but taking the powerful word of God and bringing them to the throne of grace in which he tells, says, come boldly, run in. Run in like a grandchild to the candy drawer, okay? Um, beautiful, beautiful. So in these next two weeks as we talk about prayer, this is going to go so hand in glove. And thank you, for Teresa, for um, bringing this to us and being the facilitator of this, and um, it will be such a blessing to pray one for another, and it so ties into exactly what I want to get into here. If you didn't get a, a sheet, please get this uh, Lamentations, and then you've got a laminated, <laughs> laminated for Lamentations. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, that's fine. Okay, no, 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 that's fine. That, that, that'll work out fine. This is going to be our memory work for the next two weeks. You are getting homework. I do not often give you homework. This is homework, and you need to pass this with a flying color A, okay? That's why it was so sweet. Um, Trina laminated these for us. We can put them everywhere, anywhere, take them with us, because I want you to memorize these three verses in the beginning of this January New Year. Michelle, it's great to have you back in class. I, I saw your, your little honey willow. She's beautiful. And, uh, but lament, lamentations, the very word yeah. makes me want to go, okay, lamentations. There's a reason why this wonderful book of the Bible is called Lamentations, and the truth in it, lamentations is life. That's what it is. Lamentations is life. And so as we begin this two-week study on prayer that is so rich and full, let's commit it to the Lord. Father, thank you for this morning. Father, thank you for what Teresa presented to us and, and the truth. And Lord, my heart is already blessed and excited as you have given this instruction, pray one for another. And Lord, the, the way you long to work in our lives when we give ourselves to prayer, we thank you, Father, for your promises. And we thank you for what you have made possible. We can come boldly to you. We have access because of the shed blood of Jesus, because of being your child. Father, may we never get over that, and may we use this wonderful, powerful tool of prayer like we should. We'll give you all the praise and all the thanks. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. January 2023, it is a fresh new year. Wow. Fresh and new. Are you feeling fresh and new? <laughs> Ask the lady next to you, are you feeling fresh and new? <laughs> no. 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 You're, you're feeling much more like the title of or the reference of this book, Lamentations, right? But here it is, fresh and new, January 2023. And I want you to know that God knows we do not feel fresh and new this morning. And better than knowing, Donna, he cares. 
He cares that we do not feel fresh and new. And he gives us this beautiful word from Lamentations 3.23. And this is what we're going to dwell on for about five minutes. Ready? Here we go. This I recall to my mind. It's on your card. This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. This I recall. Now there is a responsibility and there is a huge reward. What's our responsibility? This I recall to my mind. Don't you love that personal pronouns? I like Teresa. I read the word of God, inserting my name, inserting the names of others. It is God's word to you and me individually and corporately. This I recall to my mind. What am I supposed to remember? Well, we're going to get to that, but he gives the responsibility and the re reward all in this one phrase. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. And God's hope is not a I hope so. God's hope is a hope that is securing, that is a promise, that is a you can count on this because I've said it. That's what God's hope is. So in Lamentations, the writer is saying, I'm recalling this. In the verses in front of that, he is in a horrible hard time. Anybody been in a horrible hard time last week? Sure. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Well, aren't you excited to see what he recalled to his mind? Because God is telling you and me, you need to recall this to your mind. And this is what it is. Ready? First of all, it is of the Lord's mercies. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. All right? Now, years ago, long time ago, I just always believed as I read that, it is by the Lord's mercies that I am not consumed. I naturally thought of, thank you, Lord, through salvation you have delivered me from the, from the consuming fire of hell, and you have saved me unto <coughs> heaven. Thank you for what I have in my future. Now, that's good, and it's true, and if that were all we had, my word, that would be way more than enough for our rejoicing of today, but God is a compassionate, loving God. He is concerned, and he cares that you and I don't feel fresh and new this morning, all right? It is by the Lord's mercies that I am not consumed. Do you know that's not just future-oriented, but, Diane, it's for us today? Do you know how I know that? In the next statement. But first of all, we got to see what, what else that says in there in this little phrase. It is by the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because, because his compassions fail not. Now, the reason we know that this is for day for today is read that next phrase. They are ready, new when? In eternity? No, no, no. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Turn to the lady next to you and just say, great is God's faithfulness. Great is God's faithfulness. And that faithfulness is new every morning. Yes, for eternity. We who have received Christ as our Savior. But girls, to take this in the beginning of this fresh and new year in which we are not feeling fresh and new and saying, I have it all right here. I have everything I need for today. 
I am going to memorize this. I am going to recall to my mind, and I'm going to live with God's hope every day. God's hope changes me. God's hope changes every prayer request on our Sunday school list and on this future list of praying for each other's children and grandchildren. Prayer, as we get into this. Three verses that you and I need in our minds from the beginning of this year to God willing the end because we do not feel fresh and new. God knows and God cares. His compassion on you and me will not fail. This is what God says. Child, I cannot wait to renew you. Now, I love the prefix re, re. Those of you who have been in Sunday school for a while have heard me talk about that prefix re. It's beautiful. Re has everything to do with something was made perfectly to do perfectly what it was made to do but then it got ruined. But then someone or something repaired it, re, get it, repaired it, to make it like it was before, equipped for the purpose it was before. That is what the little prefix re means. It's where we get our, our word recycle or um, remade or refund. I'm taking this back. It doesn't work anymore, and you get a full refund. Okay, that's what that prefix re means. Think about how we use that prefix in so many words. The very best re word is this one. Redemption. Redemption. When you sing redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Think about it. Sin trashed us, ruined us, consumed us both today and for our whole future. But by God's grace, Jesus came and we are redeemed. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. I am redeemed. So sitting here, standing here, not feeling very fresh and new, I can say with all authority based on God's word, I am redeemed. God cares. His compassions fail not. Great is his faithfulness. He will equip you and me for everything we have in our day today. I can live with that confidence. I can live with that security. That's why the writer says, Therefore, have I hope. I've got all the security and all the confidence because I have a compassionate God. Great is his faithfulness. Now, that's what you and I need to recall to our mind every morning, every morning before our day begins. In this RE being renewed, his compassions fail not. God says, I can't wait to renew you. Here's a reference verse that's excellent. Psalm 51:10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and what? Renew. renew a right spirit within me. That renewal, as I pray for this renewal, covers my attitude. Renew a right spirit. Did you have a wrong spirit last week? Did you pray about it or did you just complain about it? Did I pray about it or I just did I just blame somebody and stay stuck with my crummy spirit, my crummy attitude? Do you know God delights all day long 
in renewing my spirit because all day long I can slip into a crummy spirit, a discouraged spirit, an overwhelmed spirit. It's, it's attitude, okay? And it totally sours my day. And God says, no, 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 no. My compassions, they fail not. They're for you every single day. Let me renew your mind. And then Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall re... Whoops, you say it. This has to do with strength. This has to do with my physical... I don't feel fresh and new at all. God says, they that wait upon me, I will renew their strength. This has to do with physical ailments. Boy, have we had our church family go through physical, physical ailments. My two dear friends, Louise and Alice, live with daily chronic pain, deep daily chronic pain. It's my privilege to lift them up in prayer every day. He will renew my strength. I talked with a lady this past week. She was stretched beyond measure. Been there? Cindy's there a lot. She deals with a physical ailment, and she has this loving heart that says, let me help. Now, the beautiful thing about that is God says, let me renew your strength. He knows the demands that come into every single one of our days and he knows my capability. And it's not very much anymore. God knows that. And you know what? When I get to the end of my capabilities, that's when I stop. And I say, God, I am so worn out. And it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and God says, let me renew your strength. And in a single moment of saying, God, strengthen me for my next task physically because this is in my wheelhouse. This is what you have for me today. Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do, praying faith-oriented, praying for the next hour. Lord, I'm going to do this in your strength. It's a responsibility that is mine, and you will enable me. I cannot tell you how, first of all, that changes my attitude, and then the Holy Spirit leaps up inside to give you that physical strength that you need to do that next task with the right attitude. I talked to a lady last week, and the demands that came into her day that stretched her, and then at the end of the supposed day when it was supposed to end, a whole new demand came into her life. And immediately, she said, Lord, help me do this. Lord, Lord, help me do this. We are going to do this together. And they did it, and I can't tell you the sweet joy of the Lord reward that was inside this lady as she was relating this situation to me. She, she was <coughs> renewed inside, because you and I both know as women, we can, we can stretch ourselves physically like forever, you know. We can carry the children on our back, and many times we do. But it is that discouragement that comes inside that so, is so burdensome. God says, I know all about that. Let me carry it with you. Let me relieve you of that. 
Create in me a clean heart, heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And then they that wait upon me, uh, will I will renew their strength. And that covers us physically. And then, and then uh, Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the what? Yes, renewing of my mind. This covers my reasoning, okay? God says, I want to renew you in your mind. I want to change the way you're thinking, Kathy, because you're just going, you're getting on the bus, taking a ride with us, and it's taking you to where you don't want to be, okay? Our thinking can get so skewered because it's so attached to our feelings. Well, that's just not fair what they said. And then my thinking, my natural reasoning just goes down, goes down. God says, child, would you please pause for a moment? Would you please pause? You prayed to be renewed all day long. I've got a way to renew you when this obnoxious person that I knew was going to step into your day stepped into your day. This is what I want you to do with your mouth instead of setting them straight. Let the Spirit of God set you straight. This is what I want you to do. Pray for them right now. Pray for them right now. Lord, bless this person and may they see Jesus in me. God, renew a right spirit within me. Girls, in the space of 30 seconds, everything that is directionally downward can change and go directionally upward. If we will just commit ourselves to this beautiful opportunity of praying one for another, especially praying for the ones you don't personally care for or the ones you have to work with or the ones you have to live with, for whatever it is, pray for them. It changes me. It is so liberating to pray without ceasing. We're going to get that in a minute because... Nobody determines you then but God. Don't you live determined by other people's bad attitudes. Don't you live determined by other people's failures. Don't live determined by your own failures. We're going to get into that in just a minute. God says, no, let me renew your mind. Let me renew your spirit. So he's got me covered. His compassions fail not. As we sit together at the beginning of this fresh and new year, determine with me, I am going to recall to my mind because I'm going to live every day with hope, with the security, with the strength, with the enablement of knowing that when I come to the end of mine, God is just beginning. He never, never runs out. Therefore, I have hope for today. It doesn't matter that I'm not feeling fresh and new. That is so irrelevant to what God wants to do inside of me from the inside out. When I'm not feeling renewed, when I'm not feeling renewed, it is an indicator of what? Now, this is where the rubber meets the road. Because we sit here in Sunday school all saying, yes, I do want to be renewed in the spirit of the, my mind. Yes, I do want to be renewed in, in my strength. I do want to be renewed in my attitude and my thinking and my reasoning. Yes. And we're living there right now in this moment. But what happens when all of a sudden, when all of a sudden I step out of Sunday school or out of church 
and I am not feeling renewed. What does that indicate? This is it, pure and simple girls. It is an, and it's not wrong to feel that. First of all, it's not wrong to feel that. It's wrong to stay there. It's not wrong that that feeling is for an on-purpose recognition of this. I've just stepped out of the presence of God. That is it, pure and simple. God's word says in Psalm 1611, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Like, like the glass of water Clint brings us, it is to the top brim full. It's jiggling on top. It is almost full to overflowing. Like David prayed, my cup, what? Overfloweth. That is what you and I are meant to experience all day long. Even feeling, not feeling fresh and new, but having the fullness of joy inside of us. And when I am not feeling full of joy, now understand, I am full of trouble. I am. Every life is filled with trouble. And God says, I am the counterbalance that you desperately need, Kathy, because I will fill you with my joy. When I'm not feeling full of joy, it's because I've left the presence of God. Now, what do you do? What do you do? What's the YBH? This is the huge victory, okay? Our compassionate God, remember, his compassions, they fail not. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I don't... I don't feel very fresh and new. I have a very crummy attitude right now. Or I can't believe what they did, or blah, blah, blah. Or I have this doctor's appointment. Or I've just had a diagnosis that has rocked my world. I've just had a big loss in my life. Is there no joy? If there's not, I have stepped out of the presence of God. How do I? Get fullness of joy going through the trials of this life. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, our compassionate God gives us this instruction. Three easy words. Here they are. Pray without ceasing. Say it with me. Pray, Pray without, without ceasing. ceasing. Now, sadly... Most of God's children view this as an unreasonable or an impossible demand. It is, it is so the opposite. This instruction from our compassionate God of pray without ceasing is not a demand. Ready? It's my deliverance. It is my deliverance. It is my, yeah, but how? How do I experience the joy of the Lord with these burdens or with this issue or with this responsibility or with this new, this new normal? Pray without ceasing. My God knows and my God cares. And right then I take these truths in Lamentations and I put them into practice. God. This I recall to my mind. I remember your faithfulness. I remember how you delivered. I remember how you answered this prayer. Oh, we're, we're going to get into so many good things. Did you have answered prayer last week? Did you have specific 
answered prayer on every single day throughout your day. You need to be able to recall that to your mind because you need to have acknowledged God. Point A under pray without ceasing would be in all thy ways acknowledge him. Okay, that puts handles on pray without ceasing. In all my ways acknowledge him. When I, when I have some ways that I have to go down that I'm really not looking forward to, I'm going to acknowledge God in it. When I have some ways that I can't wait to go down, that I'm delighted in doing, I'm acknowledging God in it. On every point of the spectrum of the moments of my day, in all my ways, acknowledge him. God, you're with me. God, thank you for being with me. And he shall direct thy path. Um, by praying, I am recalling God's faithfulness to my mind. I'm going to read you a letter. Uh, I have a couple letters here. I'm going to just... Uh, condense this but this is from um, a wife and husband who are walking through the valley of the shadow of death Friday I brought him home they had him dressed and out to the car by the time I figured out how to bring the car around the swirling parking lot and how to get out of the all the trafficy area of the, of, of the uh, hospital me and Jesus we we got this we got this we got this together, and it was also the exit that he told me to turn on, and I did, because my husband couldn't help. I'm going to condense it down to here. I thought things had to be done in a particular order to get the best care, but I see things happening in a topsy-turvy way, and we're still here. Exhaustion and fumes seem to be the normal for the time being. This, too, shall pass. Okay, what, what is she doing? She's recalling to my mind, this is not forever. God will give me the strength that I need for today. Here's some verses that I wrote down a long time ago. I thought they'd do me some good, but today they seem to make a whole lot of sense and comfort. Many, O oh Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works. Do you recall to your mind when you feel like you've been emptied of all good things? Recall to your mind the wonderful works of God that God has already done, which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward, and they cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. Withhold not thy tender mercies unto me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness preserve me. Let all that seek thee rejoice. And as I talked to her on the phone later on, she said at that point she just stopped writing, stopped rereading what she had written a long time ago. And she said, Lord, I'm going to thank you for five things right now. She's walking through the valley of the shadow of death with her husband. And she gives God glory. And she rejoices. And she said, Kathy, my spirit was so refreshed. That's what God does when we recall to mind Great is thy faithfulness. We put our faith into our words and say, God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. Prayer. Prayer is the constant communication with God. It is knowing the presence of God. Now, next week, we're going to go into some of the very obvious ways that we live when we don't live in the presence of God. We live worried. We live... Um, uh, guilty. We live depressed because we're not living in the presence of God. But just let me end with this. God wants 
us more than living a powerful Christian life. Okay, he wants more than that. The, the whole object of prayer is higher than God meeting my needs, filling me with joy, empowering me for my immediate task. God's, God's will for us praying, pray without ceasing, is even higher than all of that. By the way, I can live a powerful, separated life with Christ. I can, I can talk about him. I can read his word. I can memorize his word and totally miss being with him. Do you know how I know that's true? We'll come back find out next week. It's, <laughs> it's in Luke. But let me say this. I want to give you the higher goal. The higher goal. It is the heart of our God. And by the way, prayer is a heart, heart matter. It's, it's more than a discipline. It's a heart. It's a heart matter. Our dear Lord says, child, walk with me. Talk with me. I have a charm bracelet. I forgot it. Okay, I was supposed to wear it because it's loaded, like with hundreds of silver charms. And they are all memories of Doug's and my dating life in about the first eight years of our marriage. It is, it is so heavy that if I wear it, this arm has big muscles by the end of the day. It's really, really heavy. It's like obnoxious, okay? That's why I don't wear it. I used to wear it. I used to glory in looking obnoxious. Okay, so it's, it's huge. It's huge. And, and it's not the value of it. It's very, very valuable. It's not the cost of those charms. It's not even the laughter as I look at them and know what they are. It's what they represent. They are memories of times together with my sweetheart. Times where we laughed, times where we cried, times where we worked through problems together. I have a charm for every one of those times. And the value of it is that we were with each other. We were with each other. Again, I say to you, the most beautiful four-letter word in the English language is not love. It is with. When you are with the one you love, there isn't anything you can't do. There isn't anything you can't go through. And you come through it stronger and more secure and we're bound together because you walk together in love through all of it. And that's why our loving, faithful, compassionate Father says, pray without ceasing. I can't wait to walk with you today. I can't wait to fill you with my joy as your life empties you out. Great is thy faithfulness. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. Now, put it into practice. Put it into practice. I can't wait to get into this again next week. It is so rich and it's full and it's so practical. And it is so we can say, God, you are a faithful God. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, bless us. Oh, may we joy in recalling to the mind that you made your faithfulness, your mercies, your compassion, and God, that they will never fail is an amazing, securing promise for my day to day. 
thank you, Father, for this. May I glory in it and bless each of these dear ladies as we purpose in our heart to live the truth of these three verses today and tomorrow until you tarry or take us home. In thy precious name, amen.